Okay, so it's uh, July 1st, day 712 of lockdown. Uh, gonna start with uh, my now regular feature of apologizing for not having one of these up yesterday. And what are these? These are audio logs, they're unfiltered thoughts. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> these are audio logs, these are my thoughts, unfiltered, uncensored, and unedited. There you go. And it's unedited. I'm not going to edit that out. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, the 1st of July. Um, I missed it yesterday because I was asleep. Um, genuinely, like, I slept for, like, 13 hours. Between, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon and 4 o'clock in the morning. It's a whole thing. Um, and this is July now. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew that July was just around the corner? Uh, this year has simultaneously been incredibly long and gone by incredibly quickly and I don't know if that makes like mathematical sense. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not great at maths. <laughs> I'm not great at maths. Uh, funny, I used to like, when I was at high school, high school, uh, I was sort of, I think I talked about maths. Have I talked about maths before? I don't know. Um, I, I always did well at maths until we got to higher maths. Uh, once it moved on to like logarithms and beyond, that's where it started to lose me. What I like is, I like it problem solving. I like it when somebody's like, hey, like, I have, oh God, I can't think of a problem for a problem solving. You know what problems are with? I have eight apples. Uh, I need to. I, I can only transport three apples at a time. Uh, I that doesn't make sense. Well, you know the kind of thing I'm talking about, where it's brought to you, and you can sometimes you can figure it out through using like equations, and sometimes it's just uh, common sense. Um, <laughs> or to me, it was always common sense. I I, I remember at high school. Um, I uh, there's this thing called the maths challenge, and I uh, I won it for our school uh, one year, and was and got a good enough score to do the next step in it, which I completely bombed because it was actually proper maths, and I wasn't good at maths. <laughs> like the first, I remember thinking this at the time because the first paper is all just stuff where I'm like, yeah, I can logically figure this out. Like I can see how this could make this, and then the next one, it was like asking. It was like using complicated formula and like, like like proper maths. <laughs> you know, like um, I have friends who are actual mathematicians, uh, and my complete amateur lack of knowledge of maths is <laughs> um, a constant source of frustration to them because I like numbers. I've talked about this, I've definitely talked about this on one of these before, uh, that my OCD used to make me count obsessively. Uh, and again, not doing maths, like, like just, like, add, uh, the classic one was um, adding up the numbers in a car license plate. A car? Could be a van. <laughs> uh, and, like, 
it being a positive if the number was divisible by 8 or a prime number. It divisible by 8 or it was a prime number. Not divisible by a prime number, that would be... I'm sure that's a thing in math. But it's not a thing, in, it wasn't a thing in my brain. And as for what I mean by it would be bad if they weren't, uh, <laughs> no idea. OCD doesn't work that way. That's not how OCD works. <laughs> um, the bad thing could be a million different things, or just a general sense of uh, existential dread. Uh, I still like prime numbers. I'm still just predisposed to liking prime numbers. And just knowing the prime numbers under 100, because I used to have to count those as well. To calm myself down, that's what that's one of the things I would do. Uh, would be to just count all the prime numbers under 100. There's not many of them. So, God, I almost started doing it there. I'm not going to start doing it. That would be madness. Commanding uh, <laughs> of just part of this uh, audio log was just me reciting numbers into the void. Yeah. I don't really have much to talk about, um, is the thing. Uh, though, because I've been just so run down and so tired, uh, I'm n- I know I'm not alone in that. <laughs> uh, I the new it's the world. It's like I say, it's July. It's July. How to, how is it July? That doesn't make any sense. But it's just stretching eternally. Um, <laughs> I can't. I I genuinely had that. I thought I had that thought. A lot of people will have had during this lockdown. Which is, man, it would be cool if you could just like go into cryo sleep. I uh, originally I was thinking, oh, go to a coma. And I'm like, I don't mean a coma. That's horrible. That's, that's a horrible thing to say. But cryo sleep, yes. Uh, like, put me in a stasis chamber until we have a vaccine, please. Um, God, that would be amazing, right? If I could just come out of a cryo chamber and everyone's back to normal and I can get back up on stage and perform again. Go out, go see my niece. That'd be great. Uh, you know, uh, go just hang out with friends. It's it's kind of wild how much of the stuff we took for granted. <laughs> uh, I don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Then they uh, appear to paradise and put up a parking lot. So what's great about that is I know that that's a classic like song but I always uh, think of the Counting Crows and Vanessa Carlton version for some reason simply because it goes you pay paradise and put up a parking lot and then and then Vanessa Carlton just goes mmm which just made me laugh so much when I was a kid Vanessa Carlton is uh, great though uh, <laughs> um, I, I didn't expect to be talking about Vanessa Carlton here but um five uh, uh Five hundred miles. It's a it's a song of five hundred miles. It's a thousand miles. <laughs> of course it is. It's not five hundred miles. That's the proclaimers. Uh, it's the one that's uh, making my way downtown, walking fast. <laughs> that you know, you know that one. It gets the one that gets stuck in your head and has the great piano. I'm not a musician. I'm not musical. I can't really sing. Uh, <laughs> I can assemble notes in an order. That's not the same thing. Uh, music on improv has always been slightly beyond me, but hey, I've tried it. I've done it on stage. 
uh, I've done entire musical episodes, uh, music ep- episodes, holy shit, musical shows, uh, of, of our, of our, um, we did Harry Potter and the, uh, the, 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 the Big Night Inn, the musical, it was, it was just fun, uh, was it the Big Night Inn? Yeah, I guess it was called. Anyway, I ended up a song about, uh, it's a song about, uh, lasagna orgies by the lake. But yeah, Vanessa, that's Vanessa Gartner's song. Man, pop music in the noughties. Like, that specific type of pop music. Like, Vanessa Gartner's is a big one. Then there's like Nina, Nina Pallot. Uh, everyone's gone to war. You know that one. You know that sort of alt pop, but not alt pop. It's not even alt at all. That sort of almost country inspired, but not really. That was a time, man. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Branch. God. Uh, <laughs> and then of course that evolved into. Enter your Taylor Swift and where we are today. Pop music is weird. Um, like it gets a bad rap. I love uh, this pop music. I absolutely adore. Uh, and I wonder if it is pop music and whether genres really matter. I think if oh, I've definitely if, if I've not run into genres, musical genres on this before, I'll do it now. Uh, like I'll do it now. Um, they don't really matter, right? It's just a way of categorizing stuff. <laughs> like it's just a way of categorizing stuff so that we can sell them in in like music shops or or uh, you know or arrange them on Spotify now, I guess. Um like and I remember I I had this whole thing where I I used pop music when I was younger. I didn't really. I just didn't like Westlife. That's not the same thing. Uh, and that's because I don't like. I mean, some people love Westlife. Good for them. Good for them. I it's just not for me. I don't like the the sounds of those guys. I don't like the sound. Because I don't like the sounds of those guys' voices. <laughs> uh, I don't like the production. I don't like the way it's all arranged around that sort of key change. That sort of modeling ballad thing. It's not for me. But like a lot of pop music is great. Right, I mean, oh God! Ugh, yesterday I listened to, I watched, uh, listened to. I mean, I did listen to it as well with my ears, but I also watched it on YouTube. Uh, I found a recording of uh, Janelle Monae's uh, Coachella performance from last year, which is amazing. It's got like it, basically she does nearly every song from Dirty Computer, and Dirty Computer is Dirty Computer by Janelle Monae was like one of my favourite albums ever? Yeah, I'd say ever. Um, definitely uh, de- definitely my favourite album of like 2018. I th- I th- yes, because Julianne Baker's album technically came out in 2017, I think. So I think Dirty Computer is my favourite album of 2018. <laughs> um, I've definitely talked about Julianne Baker here before. But yeah, but Janelle Bonet, that album is incredible. I, I realised I'd never really listened to her first two albums. Uh, so like I uh, obsessed with uh, Dirty Computer, and and the um, uh, the uh, 
sort of video that goes along with it, like the, the movie essentially that goes along with it, with uh, Tessa Thompson, who I adore. It's so good. But yeah, so like pop music can be great, and like, oh man, Carly Rae Jepsen. I hate to be a massive stereotype, but the day after I came out, <laughs> I was on a train listening to E-Motion. Yeah, I always pronounce it E-Motion, because it's, uh, it's got little dashes in it. <laughs> E-Motion. Uh, I think it's meant to be pronounced that way. <laughs> it's not just me going crazy. Um, that Carly Jepsen album, also a fantastic album. So I, I remember, I don't know, maybe, maybe part of my coming out was also acknowledging that, hey, I really like pop music. <laughs> as long as, as long as it's queer. Um, or, or that's the other thing, I think, because <laughs> Janelle Monáe uh, is pansexual, that's a fact. We know that. Um, like, she actually used the word, <gasps> Which is a lot of artists don't, which is totally fine. Like a lot of a lot of artists prefer to say, prefer to say that prefer to um, not be defined by labels or whatever. Like Saint Vincent, who's another artist I love uh, very much. That's very much indie rock rather than pop. Uh, although again, genres don't mean anything. Uh, she always says that she doesn't believe in labels, uh, but she's definitely hella queer. Um, <laughs> Oh, and people say it shouldn't be important, but I mean it is, right? <laughs> it is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with. Uh, I'm not gonna argue this. Uh, oh, and um, uh, fucking yeah, like good music's great. <laughs> I was gonna bring up. I'm gonna talk about against me. Uh, Transgender Dysphoria Blues. Uh, that album. I always think I'm missing a word from that album name, and I might be. Like, uh, but that album is brilliant as well. If you don't know, Against Me are like a punk rock band. Uh, whose lead singer, uh, Laura Jane Grace, uh, came out as trans about three albums in <laughs> uh, which is always that's, an, that's a, a a fascinating transition as the guy from the uh, uh, Unbreakable Commission theme tune would say um, I, it feels like it's a blank like transgender transgender dysphoria blues because I think it's because I'm thinking of subterranean homesick blues which is probably play on but you know it's a beautiful album. Yeah, I also realised that I totally put Carly Jepsen in there. And as far as I'm aware, she herself is not queer. Nearly all of the fans, from what I can gather, are. <laughs> um, she has a huge following in the gay community. And I get it. It's that sort of... Like, I've talked about, I think I talked about Robin on this before. It's that sort of similar thing. Her songs are all kind of about being an outsider or just not or not fitting in and also she has a tendency to either like skip pronouns completely which is always interesting like it's always you or me rather than uh, him and uh, like him and me 
uh, like Robin's Robin's big thing. We talk, I think we're dancing on my own. Uh, uh, the reason why that's such a, a gay anthem, a queer or like a anthem specifically for queer women as well, is uh, because the lyrics, the only pronoun she uses throughout the song is her. Uh, and she, like, uh, it's like it's the whole thing is I see you dancing with her. You know, I'm in a, I'm in a corner watching a kisser, uh, and like the you in that is ostensibly male because Robin is Robin is straight, uh, but it's very easy because it's a female voice singing her for us to transpose another woman in it. It's also the fact that Robin has a very gay haircut. Uh, I don't make the rules. Uh, I really don't. Man, sorry, I haven't just been rambling today. Like I said, I don't have much to talk about. Uh, I watched that Janelle Monae video. Um, I've and I've watched a bunch of like cracked videos on YouTube. That's all I have done in the past like forty eight hours. Oh, and watched uh, somebody streaming um, Last of Us Part Two. Like, again, like that's all I, on Twitch. That's all I've been doing. <laughs> How are you? I hope you've been doing more than I have. Probably gonna end it here. Uh, stay safe. Uh, stay well. Stay at home as much as you can. But also, or or if you are going out, wear a mask and keep your distance. These are all things that we can continue to do. Uh, to keep keep everyone safe. Um, stay informed and educated. Just like. It can feel a bit like stuff slowing down, but there's still stuff out there. There's still stuff to be doing. I've not been for the past 40 hours, because I've been absolutely knackered. Or rather I have, but not as much. That's, you know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll worry about myself. Um. Yeah, and uh. If you're bad at maths and like pop music, you might also be queer. That's those are two stereotypes of uh, the lesbian community. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Uh, my name is Marjorie. Thank you very much. Goodbye.